Welcome wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host, Brandy, and on this show we talk about all things wrestling, from AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show we're going to be covering NXT from 7-6 and NXT UK from 7-8. So let's jump right into the ring and let's get into the action, shall we? NXT for 7-6 is the Great American Bash. We've been waiting for this. We've been excited about this. We cannot wait to see what's going to happen. Great American Bash opens with a tag team match. And not just any tag team match, but the men's tag team match. MSK versus Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. We've been waiting on this. We've been waiting on this match for a while. We've been exactly excited about it, stoked about it, and couldn't wait to see what was going to happen. We knew these two teams were going to culminate in an exciting, incredible match, and we weren't quite sure, and we were, me as a wrestling fan, was kind of concerned that maybe, and kind of hoping that the Grizzled Young Vets stayed out of the match and let these two show, these two teams showcase what they could do. And let me tell you, NXT did not disappoint. This was an incredible match between MSK and Champa and Thatcher. It was a back and forth match of these two teams showcasing what they can do, why they're two of the best tag teams in NXT right now, and really showing exactly why they, why MSK is the tag team champs and why Thatcher and Champa should be somewhat on their radar. It was an incredible match, you know, dominating match. Really, really back and forth. Weren't quite sure who was going to win this one. Kind of really, as a, you know, as a fan, really hoping that you know, Thatcher and Champa would pull this one off. It was an incredible match. But, of course, it ended with MSK retaining. I was shocked. I was in disbelief. I thought Thatcher and Champa had this one. I thought they had MSK's number. I thought that they really had this one. But, of course, MSK proved me wrong. Like I said, guys, incredible match. Was not expecting this kind of a matchup. Regal and Joe appear, and they're out in the ring, and they're addressing, you know, the whole thing with Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross. Now, we know everything that's been going on has been going on with Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross. They have been literally trying to destroy each other for the last couple of weeks. One going after the other, back and forth. It has been an ongoing battle between these two, because Johnny doesn't know when to quit, and of course, Karrion Cross isn't going to back down from a fight. That's not Karrion's nature. That's not Karrion's way. So, they asked Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross to please come out to the ring. Of course, they both come out, and they both have mics. Johnny Gargano, of course, first starts giving, you know, Karrion the business, as Johnny Gargano always does, runs his mouth, tells him, look, you're not in my league. You're not even close. You're not even close to being able to take me. You're scared of me, Karrion, and you know it. You know you're scared of me. You knew it when you had that match at, you know, at, you know, in your house. You knew that I had your number, that I, Johnny Gargano, was going to beat you, and you're scared of me. Karrion, of course, <laughs> he's not scared of Johnny Gargano. He's not afraid of Gargano at all. Gargano is like a little fly on the wall, but he's ready to smack. He's had enough of Johnny Gargano's back and forth banter. He's just had enough of it. He really doesn't... Johnny Gargano isn't even in his rearview mirror at all. 
Yeah, he's not even scared, and for him to assume that Johnny Gargano, he's scared of Johnny Gargano, is about is about the way to say that oh, he's scared of Adam Cole. He's not afraid of any challenger that steps up to him, and of course. Karrion Cross is going to deliver what he sells. He's going to prove that he really is a dominating champion. Well, they both find out what lies ahead of them. They're both told that next week on NXT, it will be Karrion Cross versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT title. <laughs> Karrion just kind of stands there and goes, Okay, Johnny, let me ask you something. What'd you do this morning? Put on your wife's jeans? To, and basically, there's a little cute little banter between them back and forth. The usual banter between Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross goes, there's only three things I think of when I get up in the morning. One, never losing my NXT title. Two, main eventing WrestleMania. Three, becoming WWE champ. Those three things are on his list every morning. Karrion eats drinks and sleeps these thoughts they never ever leave his thoughts so because of this little banter back and forth ran all the fighting that's been going on regal says look i'm going to ensure that this match is a fair match i'm going to ensure that this match is going to be a fair match between the two of you so i'm going to have a special guest referee in this match and that special guest referee will be samoa joe the look on both their faces says it all. Gargano's happy about it, but you can see in his eyes, oh no, this could be a problem. Karrion, definitely not happy with Samoa Joe being involved in his match. He's just not happy with it, and he's just not going to have it. Of course, Gargano walks out, grinning like a Cheshire cat, because he thinks, I've got this now, I've got Joe, he's on my side, I've got it. Karrion, on the other hand, steps up to Joe, and here we go again with another confrontation between Karrion Cross and Samoa Joe. I'm telling you guys, Joe is incredible in NXT right now. I am loving Joe being in NXT. He is seriously a serious, predominant force in NXT right now, and he's got everybody on the roster on notice. Everyone. No one wants to cross Samoa Joe. And this match between Karrion Cross and Johnny Gargano with Samoa Joe as a special guest referee is going to be interesting because we all know Johnny Gargano is notorious for cheating. He's notorious for cheating. That's how he wins. He uses Austin Theory at any chance he can get. We know that he's going to have Austin Theory out there with him, or at some point, Austin, Austin Theory is going to try to come out. With Joe being there, it kind of puts that out of the equation because Joe's not going to let Austin Theory get involved. Joe's going to call this match fair and square. He's not going to let any cheating being involved. He's going to make sure that this match is a great match. We don't have to worry about Scarlett because Scarlett never gets involved in the matches. She's just there to make sure that Karrion wins his match. That's what she's there for. She's for there for support as a manager, and you know she's there to make sure that Karrion wins. That's what she's there there for. So we don't really have to worry about Scarlett. She's not a problem. Austin Theory is your biggest problem, and it's going to be interesting to see how Joe handles the Austin Theory problem that we all know Johnny Gargano is famous for using. It's going to be a really good matchup. So, next we get L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship. If Cameron loses, he becomes L.A. Knight's butler. This is a great match, guys. 
Cameron Grimes is literally on fire. He has been on fire since he started, since he came. He has done so well. In the beginning, I'm going to be honest, Cameron Grimes didn't impress me all that much. He did just really didn't impress me all that much. He's really grown on me. I've earned he's earned my respect. I really I really enjoy Cameron. I like seeing what Cameron's going to bring to NXT next. He's been an incredible competitor. LA Knight, on the other hand, I have no respect for. And I don't ever think LA Knight's ever going to earn my respect. Just because I know LA Knight's reputation. I know how LA Knight is. I know how he used to be in Impact. I know how, you know, I've gone back and looked at his matches. I've seen where he's been in other wrestling companies. He hasn't impressed me in them, and he isn't impressing me now. I just don't see L.A. Knight ever really impressing me as much as Cameron Grimes does. It's an incredible match. Not to get, take credit away from L.A. Knight. He really does good in the match. But Cameron Grimes steals the match. Cameron Grimes literally sells that match to be such a good match. It's a great matchup. Yeah, at one point, Cameron Grimes does a, you know, DDT, you know, gets DDT'd on the title. The ref doesn't see it. Of course, we knew the title was going to play a factor. LA Knight's a dirty player. We knew it was going to happen. It's an incredible match. I mean, he thinks he's got him. He thinks he's got him. Cameron comes out, gets out of it, manages, you know, to get out of heel, gets back in the ring without a count out. It's an incredible match, guys. I'm telling you, you need to see this match. It really is. Go on your social media and watch it. It's an incredible match. But it ends with LA Knight winning the match. Wasn't happy about that. Was not happy about it at all. Dirty player won the match. Which means Cameron Grimes has to be his butler. And I don't like this. I don't like the setup. I don't like where the story's going. Now, guys, to me, I think the story's going to end somehow with Ted DiBiase being involved. Not quite sure how he's going to get involved. But I have a feeling this is what it's boiling to. It's going to come to Ted DiBiase getting involved and somehow Cameron Grimes getting the win. Just don't know when it's going to happen. How it's going to happen, we're going to have to sit back and see what NXT does with this. We're just going to have to watch it. Just not happy with him being L.A. Knight's butler. I don't think that L.A. Knight's going to like him being his butler because we know Cameron Grimes. He's not going to take this line down. He's just not. That's not Cameron Grimes' way. Don't expect it to be. But I expect it to probably be a very interesting segment. I really do. I expect it to be an interesting segment between these guys. Dakota Kai and, and Raquel Gonzalez are upset because they're not in the title picture for the women's tag team titles. Who did not see Dakota Kai and Raquel running their mouths being upset? Raquel, you're NXT Women's Champion. You shouldn't be upset. You should be happy. You should be happy with this. I don't know why you're upset. You mean I don't. I don't get it. You should be very happy with this. Dakota Kai, yes, I do agree that you deserve better opportunities than what you're getting. But, guys, you lost fair and square. It's only fair that Io Shirai and Zoe Sarks get the opportunity. It's only fair. Well, we find we all found out last week that NXT was going to be doing the breakout tournament. We know the breakout tournament in the last few years have had brought some incredible people and new faces to NXT. No exception to this. No exception. They introduced the new NXT breakout superstars for the breakout tournament. They are Trey Baxter, Carmelo Hayes, Andrea Chase, Josh Briggs, Aitken Juno, Joe, Joe Gacy, Odyssey Jones, and Duke 
Henderson. Guys, I'm telling you, this is going to be an incredible tournament. This really showcases the new superstars and new faces of NXT. I recommend you see this this tournament. The, we've seen some incredible superstars come out of this tournament. So you can only imagine what is going to happen with these tournament superstars and what's going to happen. Now remember, the winner of this tournament gets to face an NXT champion of their choosing. It can be the North American title or it can be the NXT title. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins this tournament and what title they choose to go after. It's going to be interesting to see this. Breakout tournaments is an incredible thing. If you've not seen them, go watch them. They are incredible. I promise you won't be disappointed. You will love them. They are fantastic. Move on. Women's Tag Team Title Match. Zoe Sturks and Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. This is an interesting match. I stand by my women's division. I've said it a hundred times. And this match does not disappoint. It is incredible. It is an incredible matchup. It's an incredible fight. Zoe Starks and Io Shirai bring the fight to Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. It is amazing. It is incredible. But what happens in the match makes it even more incredible. In the middle of the match, Candace and Indy are about to get the win, and the lights go out. Pitch black dark in the performance center. All of a sudden, up on the Titantron, right above, we've been seeing this for weeks. We've been trying to guess what the heck this is. First, we thought it was connected to Diamond Mine, but we know it isn't. We've been trying to figure out the battery charger comes up with the battery charge light. We've been seeing this for weeks, the battery charge. And we've been trying to figure out exactly what this is and what it's connected to. Well, it comes up. And it pops up at 95%. It goes to 100%. Everything in the arena starts going green. Lights all the way around the arena lit up green. When the lights come back on, who's standing there but Tegan Knox? She has returned to NXT. And she's looking for a fight with Candice LeRae. Candice looks like she just seen a ghost. And literally, she is literally completely distracted from what she's doing. And by the time she realizes it's too late, Zoe Stark gets the pin. We have new tag team women's championships. Rio Shirai and Zoe Starks. Tegan literally clapping. She's happy they won. She comes out to the ring, steps in the ring, and steps to Candice LeRae and starts beating the daylights out of Candice. From the ring to the back, she takes Candice LeRae out, literally beating the heck out of her. Incredible way to bring your uncle back, Tegan Knox. Incredible way to, you know, to, to have this win for the, the EO and Zoe. I wish them the best of luck with the tag team titles. Incredible win. Tony Storm says she's getting sick of Raquel Gonzalez being not wanting to face her. Not fight her. She's sick of hearing about it. She's sick of it. She wants a shot at Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT title. And I don't blame 
to Tony Storm at all. She deserves it. She deserves it just as much as anyone else in that women's locker room. I'm looking forward to seeing if Regal and Joe go through with this and let Tony have a fight with Raquel Gonzalez. It would be an incredible match. I really think it would. We go back to the ring earlier with involving Io Shirai and them, and we see Indy Hartwell. She's laying on the side of the ring after the match. Of course, we know Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae went to the back. We see Dexter Loomis walk up and pick up Indy Hartwell off the side of the ring and carry her to the back. Up by Dexter Loomis, and he carries her off to the back. Yay! We're going to see... Dexter Loomis and Indy, we got this started again. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm with Beth Phoenix. I love it. It's incredible. Yay! I'm happy to see it. Hit Row comes out and have a rap session about their win for the North American title. Now, guys, I told you. I love Isaiah Swerve Scott. Don't get me wrong. I do. He's an incredible competitor. I love Adonis. He's an incredible competitor in 205 Live. I've not really gotten a chance to see Top Dollar at his best. So I can't say that I don't know if Top Dollar would be good. The problem I have is, is I can't really get on board the Hit Row team. I just, I don't know why. I just can't. I have a problem with them. Maybe it's because I haven't seen them enough. Maybe it's because I don't, you know, they're just I don't know. They're just not rubbing me the right way. And the way that my boy, Bronson Reed won loss last week, kind of bugs me. It bugs me really bad because, I mean, he worked 14 years to get to this, and you give it to Isaiah Swerve. Scott, just have a problem with it. And now they're wanting to challenge MSK for the titles. Are you serious? MSK, you're not on MSK's level. You're not even prepared for MSK. You, I don't think you can take MSK on your best day. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not quite sure that I'm really getting along with this whole fight. I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not down with it. I'm just not feeling it, guys. I'm not feeling it at all. Well, then we get Joe and Regal. They're in the back and they're asking them about what they think about the Great America Bash so far. They love it. They absolutely love it. They think it's been an incredible show. They think it's been a great show and they're kind of, you know, interested to see where the show's going to go. And, you know, I'm really loving this thing with Regal and Joe. And, you know, they promise, you know, Joe promises, look, I'll stay out of the match between Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross next week unless I'm provoked. I want a fair fight. I'm not going to get involved. I'm just going to stay out of this. You guys won't have to worry. I'm going to stay out of it. It's going to be a great fight. Unless I'm provoked, you ain't going to worry about me. We move on to the main event. Now, I told you guys this main event was going to be something to be seen. It was something that I was looking forward to seeing. I'm talking about Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. I knew this fight was going to be incredible. I knew it was going to announce part two. We seen one. Kyle did win that one. But like I told you guys, I thought this match was going to be an incredible match. It was one that I thought you'd be you know, one that needed to be watched. And I am correct. You guys really need to see this match. It is an incredible match between these two. Absolutely mind-blowing and phenomenal. It is a great matchup. Two good competitors going against each other. It's a classic wrestling match. It is incredible. But it does end with none other than Adam Cole winning that match. Now that Adam Cole's won it, we have a one-to-one -one match. Rubber match. 
We need a match to determine who's going to, you know, who is the best between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. It's only fair. NXT needs to do it. It was an incredible match, guys. Great American Bash as a whole was an incredible pay-per-view. I was disappointed in a few matches. Like I told you, the main one was Thatcher and Champa because I felt Thatcher and Champa deserved more credit than credit was due. They deserved to be given those titles. You know, they worked hard to get to this point, and I really believe that Thatcher and them should have won the match, and that's my opinion on it. You may disagree. You may think that, you know, they you know, that they didn't deserve it. You may think that, they, you know, that they, that they didn't work hard enough. You know, whatever you guys think, put it on my social media. I would love to hear your opinions on this match. I really would, but like I said, it was an incredible match. It really was. But it wasn't what I expected. I was expecting for them to win. I really was. Now we move on to NXT UK for 7-8. NXT opens with my favorite person, Nathan Frazier. If you guys have never seen Nathan Frazier, you need to go check out this competitor. He is incredible. He is fast moving. He's a great performer. I'm telling you, he's absolutely incredible. And he has a match with Kenny Williams. Guys, you know how I feel about Kenny Williams. After what he did to Amir Jordan, I kind of can't get on board. I'm not saying Kenny Williams isn't a great ring competitor. He is. He's incredible. But I still he rubs me the wrong way after what he did to Amir Jordan. And the way he's been disrespecting Nathan Frazier, I feel Nathan Frazier needs to get, you know, give, give him a good butt whooping. And it's an incredible match, guys. Absolutely incredible. Frazier doesn't let up. Every time that you think for a second that Kenny Williams has got it. Frazier one-ups him. It's an incredible, incredible match between these two. Fantastic match. I mean, don't give Frazier where credit is due. Give Kenny Williams where credit is due. These two were incredible. It was an incredible match, but it did end with Kenny Williams winning that match. Like I said, it wasn't an easy win for Kenny Williams. He had a hard time getting past Nathan Frazier. Like I told you guys, Nathan Frazier is an incredible in-ring competitor. If you've not seen him, go look him up on social media. Go check him out because Nathan Frazier is incredible. He's someone that I'm telling you really needs to be paid attention to and really needs to be watched. Of course, we find out after what happened with Jordan Devlin and A-Kid last week, A-Kid is not medically cleared to compete. We don't know the extent of A-Kid's injuries. We don't know what happened, you know, what's going on. But like we, like I said, we've been told that A-Kid is not medically cleared to return, and we don't know when he will be returning to NXC UK. We wish A-Kid the best the best. We wish, we hope for speedy recovery, and he can come back and get one up on Jordan Devlin because A-Kid's an incredible performer, and I hate to see him go down this way. We move on to Rampage Brown. He's sitting in there and he's kind of doing an interview. We know what happened in the triple threat match. Rampage Brown and Joe Coffey did lose to Ivan Dragunov. It was an incredible fight. Not saying that it wasn't. They all three gave it all they got. But of course Dragunov did win that match. But it was an incredible match between all three competitors. Coffee and Rampage really have not been able to let that loss go. It's not, you I mean, they have respect for each other. I'm not, I mean, they are incredible competitors. The two of them together, incredible. But Rampage is doing an interview, and he happens to see Joe Coffee, you know, Coffee going into the, general, the assistant general manager's office. So Joe Coffee's like, Rampage Brown's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He follows Coffee, 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 Coffee. What's, you know, talk to me, Manny, what's going on? You know, tell me what's going on. You know, they're having a conversation. And the assistant general manager goes, hey, gentlemen, if you're going to discuss something, take it outside. Because I have some business to attend to, and 
yes, you can take it outside and talk. Coffee's like, no, we're going to talk about it in here and closes the door. Makes you scratch your mind. Or makes you scratch your head. Boggles the mind. What is going on? What's going on inside Coffee's Rampage Brown's head? What is happening? Could we see another fight between these two? Are these two going to become a tag team? What is going on? And what does the assistant general manager have to do with any of this? It, it, it's boggling your mind because you, Joe Coffee and Rampage Brown are incredible. They're incredible competitors. If you've not seen them, go look them up on social media. They are fantastic. It's got you scratching your head as to what's happening here. Subcultures Mark Andrews. We all know that it was announced last week that Subcultures Mark Andrews would face one of the members of Pretty Deadly. If they win, they get a title shot at Pretty Deadly's titles. So, it leads up to Subcultures Mark Andrews versus Pretty Deadly's Lewis Howley. Guys, this is an incredible match. Absolutely incredible match. Of course... Other uh, member of Pretty Deadly is out there, you know, pretty much trying to show up, trying to be the you know, the smart. Yeah, he's out there, but of course, Dana Luna and Flash Morgan Webster are not out there. They're giving Mark Andrews the opportunity to fight this match on his own. It's an incredible matchup. It really showcases what Mark Andrews really can do. I mean, they've been tag team champs before, and they've done an incredible job. And truthfully and honestly, they're a tag team that really is being looked over. They're really good. I mean, they really give Pretty Deadly a run for their money. They, I mean, he really does. Mark Andrews runs circles around Lewis Howley. He does an incredible job. Not, I mean, Pretty Deadly are my boys. I love them. I absolutely love them. And not to give any, you know, not to say that they're not a good competitors because they are, but Mark Andrews was incredible. Absolutely incredible match. At one point, who didn't see it? Pretty Deadly trying to cheat. Flash Morgan Webster and Dana Luna come out and shut that down. They immediately shut it down to keep the, you know, them from cheating and getting the win. It ends up being, surprise, Mark Andrews wins the match, which means Subculture gets a shot at the tag team titles against Pretty Deadly. This is going to be an interesting match. I'm telling you, this is one that I'm guaranteeing you do not want to miss. Pretty Deadly versus Subcultures, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster for the titles is going to be one that I put on the one to watch because it's going to be incredible. It's going to be an incredible match. And, and congratulations to Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Can't wait to see you guys take on Pretty Deadly. Jake, or Jack Stars is in the back, and he's pretty much, you know, working with a trainer, and, you know, he had that fight with Tyler, you know, Tyler Bate for the Heritage Cup, and it was an incredible match. It really was. Jack Stars really showed what he could do. He really showcased what he could do, and, you know, he really gave Tyler Bate a run for his money. Of course, he did not win the Heritage Cup, but he did a heck of a job, and he's been working with a trainer. He's back there basically talking to him. And the trainer asks him if he's okay, and Stars says, yeah, I'm great, I'm good, everything's fine, you know. You know, everything's good, don't worry about me, I've got this. Well, we see Dave Mastiff come up. And Dave Mastiff goes, you know, starts talking to stars, and, you know, there's, you know, the camera's watching them, and they're having a little, you know, conversation. Mastiff looks and goes, did I tell you to record this? No, I didn't. Shoot, go away, get out of here. What's going on with Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars? 
What could possibly be going on in the mind of David Mastiff and Jack Stars? This is going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be interesting to see what they discuss. Do we do? Are we seeing a tag team possibly here? What what could be going on? Could Dave Mastiff decide he wants to train Jack Stars? Yeah, I don't. It boggles the mind as to what's going to happen. It really boggles the mind as to what's going to happen. Tyler Bate is giving is giving an interview about the whole thing with you know the. Heritage Cup and Jack Stars, and he gives Jack Stars credit where credit's due, and he says, "Look, what happened with Mark Coffey last week? Wasn't expecting that. That that cheap shot was not expecting it. Mark Coffey, kudos to you. Great, you know, great, great show up there. Look, if you want a shot at the Heritage Cup, okay, let's do this. I would love to face you for the Heritage Cup if that's what you're after. Could we see Tyler Bate versus?" Uh, Mark Coffey of Gallus. Could we see that? That would be an incredible, for the Heritage Cup, that would be an incredible match. I mean, Mark and, you know, Wolfgang have been trying to one-up each other. You know, they've been having this contest between each other. Back and forth, who's the better wrestler, da 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 Joe Coffey's been involved in it. It's been an interesting little setup, so it's going to be interesting to see if they go ahead and do this, and if... Mark Coffey can get this Heritage Cup because if he can, then he's got one up on his partner Wolfgang. This, this little feud between this little playful banter between them is just, it's hilarious. I love Gallus. I love to see what they're going to do next. It's an incredible little playoff, playoff between them. It's really exciting. Of course, we get Lauren Dotto versus Blair Davenport. Blair Davenport finally makes her NXT UK debut. And she doesn't disappoint. She does fantastic. Now, for those of you who are scratching your head going, who's Blair Davenport? What's so special about her? Guys, I'm going to give you the scoop. I'm going to give you the scoop on who Blair Davenport is. You may remember, and I'm going to bring, kind of bring you up to speed. There was a girl in AEW known as B. Priestley. She was an incredible in-ring performer in AEW. Now, you're wondering, I'm pretty sure, why are you talking about B. Priestley when you talk about Blair Davenport? Well, guys, Blair Davenport is none other than B. Priestley from AEW. She has signed with WWE NXT UK as Blair Davenport. And she doesn't disappoint in her debut. She really showcases what she can do. And she does an incredible match against Laura. And does win that match. It's an incredible debut. It's an incredible match. Looking forward to seeing what Blair Davenport is going to do. After she's done with the match, she tells everybody, look, I'm putting the entire women's division on notice. I'm here, and I'm going to take out everybody and win the NXT Women's Championship. That is her plan. That is her idea. I see this happening. Do I see it happening soon? No, because I don't think Blair Davenport can take on Mako Satamora. I don't think she can beat Mako Satamora. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Blair Davenport and what she can bring to the NXT UK table. It's going to be interesting to see what she can do. Jenny's in the back. Now I've told you guys about Jenny and how I feel about Jenny and Joseph Connors. I'm not saying Joseph Connors is not a great in-ring competitor, and I'm not saying that, you know, Jenny isn't a great in-ring competitor. They both are, but Jenny kind of is a little annoying little 
She's a stuck-up rich kid who seems to think that she's better than anybody else in NXT UK. She's proven it on several occasions, but she can't seem to get past one hump. And it's her Achilles heel, the problem that she's having. The person that she can't seem to get past and she can't seem to beat. And I'm talking about Eva Valkyrie. She just can't seem to let Eva Valkyrie go. And I'm not quite sure what her holdup is with Eva. We've seen her and Eva fight in the past. And Eva has beat her. I mean, Jenny's not been able to get past Eva Valkyrie. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But it's the fact that she calls Eva Valkyrie a little girl playing dress up. Guys, if you've not seen Eva Valkyrie, go look this girl up. She's an incredible in-ring competitor absolutely fantastic in the ring. Jenny is too, but I've, I'm telling you, Eva has beat Jenny. Jenny can't seem to get past her, and Jenny just can't seem to let this go. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens between Jenny and Eva Valkyrie. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes and how far they can take this feud in NXT UK. Well, we all knew uh, the whole thing that happened with Tiamen and Rohan Raju that we weren't expecting a couple weeks ago involving Oliver Carter. For those of you who forgotten, or for those of you who missed it, Tiamen had a fight with Oliver Carter, and apparently he has this big issue with Oliver Carter being tagged up with his tag team partner. He seems to say that seems to think that he's not family, that he's not above his level, you know, but you know, not, not a good you know good tag team partner. Blah 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 blah. Tiamen did defeat Oliver Carter, and then he turned around and was attacking Oliver Carter when Rohan Raju came out to defend Oliver Carter. Now, for those of you who are not quite sure what the deal is with Tiamen and, and Rohan. Raju, I'm going to bring you up to speed just a little bit. Few, a few, maybe about three or four months ago, Rohan Raju was making his entrance and his debut into NXT UK. His first opponent was Tiamen. That was going to be the first person he faced. It was an incredible match between the two of them and a great debut for Rohan Raju. But that debut literally came crashing down in a twist of fate that was beyond Tiamans and Rohan Raju's control. In the middle of the match, Tiaman put in his fatal finisher that he always puts in that gets him into a win. What he didn't notice was Rohan Raju's arm was positioned in the wrong spot. And on national television, in front of a camera, we hear Rohan Raju's arm snap. Camera went black. Rohan Raju was injured. Out. On his very first night in NXT UK, he's out. Fast forward to now. We were waiting for Rohan Raju to return. He did return the week before the Oliver Carter, Oliver Carter match with Tiamen. He had an incredible match. When it ended, Tiamen's eye popped up on the screen in front of Rohan Raju and in front of his partner that he, or his person that he was facing. We assumed that there was going to be a fight culminating between Tiamen and Rohan because he had injured Rohan earlier you know, in NXT. 
Fast forward to the night that uh, he came out to help Oliver Carter. He literally is standing in the ring with the man that injured him in his debut. And he turns around and attacks Oliver Carter. Making us all in the NXT UK universe scratching our heads going, What? What is happening here? Fast forward to now. They are sitting at the table. Tiamat and Rohan Raju having a nice little conversation with a nice meal. And Rohan Raju is thanking Tiaman for everything that he's done, for you know, helping his family out, for being here with him and his injury, and da da da. Huh? What? Tiaman? It boggles my mind. My head is about to explode. Tiamat helping him at Rohan Raju. Really? And Rohan Raju siding with Tiamat? What is wrong? What is going on here? But we find out that Rohan Raju will face Oliver Carter next week. Tiamat is saying that he's going to make sure that, you know, he's there for Rohan whenever he needs him because it's family. And he tells him, look, are you loyal to me? Rohan Raju looks square at him and tells him, I'm fully loyal to you. What is going on here? Is this a setup? Is Rohan Raju sending him into a false sense of, I'm your friend, I'm you know, I'm going to help you out, and then I'm going to attack you? Is this your complete, I mean, he come in as a face and now he completely heel turns on one hand? What is going on? It boggles my mind. It boggles my mind because I was ready to see Rohan Raju take on Tiamat and finally get that revenge that he deserved after what happened. It boggles my mind with this. And I'm not quite sure what's going on. And it's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen between Rohan Raju and Tiamat. And what exactly Rohan Raju's got up his sleeve or what Tiamat could have up his. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with this storyline and what is going on with Rohan Raju. Well, Sid, the general manager, announces that in two weeks, we are going to get the rematch of Ivan Dragunov versus Walter for the NXT UK title. Excited about that. Happy to see that. Last time those two faced each other, Dragunov almost got that title off Walter. He almost had Walter's number. So I'm excited to see him get that rematch and see what's going to happen between Walter and Dragunov, and at this time, Dragunov can succeed in getting that title off the longest reigning UK champ. We also are told that next week, they're going to have a face-to-face. This is going to be incredible, guys. A face-to-face meeting. We can only imagine what is going to be going through both their minds and what they're both going to be thinking and what they're both going to be thinking about doing to each other. This could culminate in a heck of a fight that could get nasty, it could get dangerous, it could get crazy. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with these guys and where this thing is going to go. It's going to get very interesting and it's going to get very deadly, I I, I imagine. And I'm really hoping that this time maybe Ivan Dragunov has got Walter's number and he's going to take the NXT title off of him. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited to see this one. We move to our main event, guys. Our main event. Trent Seven from Mustache Mountain versus Eddie Dennis of Semibiosis. 
we know that this feud between Trent Seven and Eddie Dennis has been going on for a while. Eddie Dennis is another one of those that seems to think that he deserves to be acknowledged as a founding father for NXT UK. And he thinks that Trent Seven is stealing Tyler Bates' thunder and that Trent Seven does not deserve to be known as a founding father. Guys, Trent Seven and Tyler Bates both are the reason that NXT UK along with Triple H and some of the others have brought this you know this brand to us they're the reason that it's here they're, they they deserve to be known as founding fathers more than anybody else in NXT UK I mean Grad Sam Gradwell he's another one that deserves that that you know that that recognition because he was there when NXT first NXT UK first started he was there during the foundations of it granted he got injured midway through and didn't get to see it come to fruition but he was there Tyler Bay and Trent Seven were there the entire time they were there from the groundbreaking moment to the time she debuted eddie dennis i don't know where he's getting that he deserves to get recognition for that eddie dennis was not there he was not part of the foundation the beginning foundations of nxt uk the only ones that were was trent seven tyler bait and sam gradwell so i don't know where he's getting that he's the fourth person but he seems to think that he deserves recognition for the being known as a founding father. And I don't understand why, but okay, whatever. It's a great match. I'm telling you guys, Trent Seven and Eddie Dennis bring the fight to each other. When these two get into a ring together, it can get pretty nasty. And it can be a really excellent match. It's an incredible match. You, I mean, I, I'm a huge Trent Seven fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that I'm not. I love my Silver Fox of NXT UK. I do. He's incredible. He's absolutely incredible. On the flip side, Eddie Dennis also is too. He's an incredible in-ring performer. He's an incredible manager for semibiosis. He's incredible to get I an mean, absolutely awesome wrestler. They are incredible. When you put these two that have you know, similar styles together, they bring out the best in each other in a match. And it is an incredible match between the two of them. Midway through the match, I was sitting there watching the match thinking Semibiosis is going to come out at some point. They have to. They're not going to let Eddie Dennis have this match by himself. And I was right. Midway through the match, Semibiosis does come out to watch the match. They're not getting involved. They're just standing there watching the match. Calmly as two competitors watching, you know, two other competitors go at it. They're not getting involved. Well, halfway through the match, they do try to cheat. And they fail. And Trent Seven gets the win. Trent Seven beats Eddie Dennis. But what happens afterwards, Semibiosis attacks the Silver Fox of NXT UK, Trent Seven. And they're literally beating the heck out of him. He's outnumbered. Three to one. Completely outnumbered. When all of a sudden, who else but the other half of Mustache Mountain and the Heritage Cup champ and a founding father of NXT UK comes out other than Tyler Bate to help him out. He literally clears the way. Semibiosis and Eddie Dennis get the heck out. They don't want to deal with Trent Seven. They know how lethal Trent Seven can be. They don't want to deal with Tyler Bate. They know how dangerous Tyler Bate can be. They don't want any of it. They literally are standing out there 
<clears throat> not quite sure what to do. Well, they decided the two members of the virus is because, ah, we're not scared of him. Watch this. We're going to go in there and get him. Tyler Bate takes him out again. He brings in nunchucks, guys. Nunchucks. And he's spinning him right. Looks like dang. He's a ninja is what he looks like. It's spinning him around. Takes out symbiosis. Takes them both out. Knocks them out. I mean, literally, at the end of NXT, Mustache Mountain stands tall in the ring. Incredible NXT UK match. Incredible to see if Mustache Mountain will face symbiosis. It's going to be carrying incredible to see where this is going to go. It's I mean, incredible match. NXT UK always brings incredible matches. They bring incredible, you know, in-ring, you know, promotions. They do. The NXT UK is incredible, guys. If you guys have not seen NXT UK, go check it out. I promise. I promise you guys, you won't be disappointed. It's incredible, and I love bringing in NXT UK to those of you who can't see it because it's incredible. It's an incredible show. It's 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 just absolutely incredible. And this final match proves just how incredible the NXT roster, UK roster, really is. It really shows how incredible they are. Now again, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. Because like I said, without you guys, there would be no me. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. I also love your feedback. I love to hear what you guys have to say. I love it. Whether it involves NXT, whether it involves WWE, AEW, any wrestling promotion you want to talk about, get on there and chat with me. Tell me what you think. I'll tell you what I think. We can have an incredible conversation. You can also follow me at the same time while you're talking on my social media, on my Facebook, on my Twitter, at Wrestling Nights, Nights with a Z, and on my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. Again, guys, I appreciate you guys so much because you guys, you're the reason I do this. You guys are passionate about wrestling just like I am, and I love to bring wrestling to, to you so that you can feel the fire and the passion the same way I do. So I thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next time with more In the Ring action. Have a great night. Thank you so much.